Hi everyone, welcome to our last moving up, for a wee while anyway, as we head off on our summer holiday. Given that we can't get very far, it's probably going to be sunny Stonehaven for a chipper and an ice cream for me, and maybe a duke in the water. Today we're talking to Mrs Gallagher in the maths faculty, who is really working hard to convince us that maths is actually the best faculty by default, because it's in everything that we do. Nice try, Mrs G. As you know, we're taking a break until the 26th of July, when we will be back for a few weeks before you arrive here, all freshly uniformed, teeth brushed and hair combed, everything gleaming for your first day at the Academy, which we know will last the first day of your Academy. I hope you're having fun in this being your last week of P7, and getting ready to cry big tears when you finally wave goodbye to your primary 7 teacher, having bestowed lots of lovely gifts of chocolate and the like on their desks for being so wonderful teachers to you and doing their very best for you over the last year. Remember teachers, we are going halfies, you promised. Anyway, enough of this nonsense and on with the podcast. I visited Mrs G in her classroom a few Fridays ago when Scotland were playing the Czech Republic throughout the rest of the school. Glad to be here, Mrs G. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. How are you? Um, very well. It's the end of a long week. It is indeed. And as we speak, Scotland are playing football and I can confirm that I can boogie. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, thinking about maths, when I've been out to the, the primary schools and, and having a chat with them, Many of the pupils have been speaking about, like, why do we need maths? Or I don't like maths. Or I'm really looking forward to technical, but I don't like maths. And I think that some of our pupils have kind of maybe lost sense of how integral maths is to just about any subject. If you didn't have maths, you wouldn't have the life that you've got just now. The internet is maths. Your mobile phone is maths. Banking is maths. Life as we know it would not exist without maths. Mm. If you say you don't like maths, is there, maths is huge. It's a massive, massive field of study. What might have happened is you've got stuck at something and you've maybe not had the help that you need to understand it properly. At the academy, all your maths teachers are specialists. We've all got degrees in maths. And if you don't understand it one way, we will find another way to teach you it. So if you're stuck with anything, that's what we're here for to sort out. Not, I don't like every bit of maths. I think not everybody likes every single bit of their job. But maths is like a puzzle. There's always ways, there's different ways to approach it. But I like maths because you've always got a definite answer at the end. Something's right or something's wrong. So if you didn't have maths, you wouldn't have gaming, you wouldn't be able to talk to your pals online. Uh, what else wouldn't we have? Pretty much life in general just wouldn't happen just now. I mean, maths has been around, Pythagoras has been shown to be around since ancient Babylon. So maths has been around for an awful long time and civilization just wouldn't exist without it. So I think what I'm hearing you say is actually um, a lot of maths is problem solving. Problem solving. If you go shopping, you don't want to get ripped off. So you need to figure out what's the best deal for you. And shops don't exactly make it easy. They try and make it confusing. So you need to be able to look and figure out what is actually the best value. Is it three for the price of two? Is it buying 10 at a time? Mm. Plus, there's also budgeting. Can you afford to buy things? 
Mm-hmm. So plus going f- just everyday life, banking. Um, if you've got a wee bit of money to put in the bank, you want the best deal. You want to know where your money's going to earn the most interest. So there's so much that maths actually applies to life. Mm. Unbelievable amount. You're probably using it and you don't realise that you're using it. That's quite often what happens with maths. Going to the shops, buying something, making sure you get the right change if you happen to actually use still use cash. Just things like that. The other day I was in Lettucey Health, Healthy actually, and they overcharged us. Now if I hadn't bothered to check my receipt, I wouldn't have known that. Mm-hmm. So you're using maths all the time and probably don't realise it. So it really is a standard skill. Yeah. And I suppose when we think about, for example, technical, if we didn't have math knowledge, you we wouldn't technical. manage to do technical because yeah. we wouldn't be able to understand measurements and, and different things like that. And when it comes we? to measurements, you've got this thing called tolerance, which we teach in maths. But what you'll learn is when you measure something, you cannot be 100% accurate. Mm. So we have to have a thing called tolerance, which from my engineering background, I know quite a lot about as well. And we're going to come on to that engineering background just shortly. But um, thinking about when our primary sevens are moving up here to S1, um, what, what's maths going to look like for them? What's, what's it, how is it going to pan out over the course of the year? Probably not too different to what they've been doing just now. When they first come up, we will be concentrating on number work. And we know that everyone's at different stages and we can accommodate that. You'll be in mixed ability groups. You'll have a choice of level of work that the work that you want to work at. Um, the teacher's here to help you all the time. Don't worry about that. If you're stuck, it's our job to help you. So don't worry about it. You will be given, you will not be given any work that you are not able to do or that you cannot be helped to do. So don't worry about it. Maths, I like to think that maths is quite fun. We like to do a wee bit of fun thing every now and again, which you'll find out when you come up. Mm. There's a thing called uh, Blukit, which you will be introduced to when you come up, I dare say, by quite a few of the teachers, not just in maths, I think modern languages use it as well, but we definitely use it in maths as well. It's, it's a nice, fun thing. So what did you call that? Blukit? Blukit. Okay. It's a... I like to use it for times tables because I know what some people are like with times tables and it's Mm -hmm. just a really good way to practice times tables but it's a game that you play so it's not a case of how good or how fast you are at your times tables because you can end up stealing other people's gold as well Mm -hmm. but getting the answers right just gives you the opportunity to steal other people's gold Okay. so you can win without being the best at the times tables. Nice. So it's just, it's a nice game to play. I was thinking about um, my daughter who is in S, she's just moved into S2, so she's just through timetable change. She was in S1 um, at a different school and she's kind of struggled a little bit with maths. Now, what we did was we got, we've got a tutor involved with my older son and, and, and she's just spent a little bit of time every week with this tutor um, just honing some of the skills that has given her the confidence to really challenge herself now mm-hmm. at maths. Now, whilst I'm not saying that everybody should engage in a tutor, isn't it just amazing how a little bit of extra work? What we advise is 10 to 15 minutes, four times a week. Okay. Just going over the work that you've done in class. Yeah. Now, what we do have is at Peterhead, there is always a maths teacher around after school. So if you want a wee bit of a hand, you come and see one of us. You don't have to see your actual teacher. 
Mm-hmm. You can see any teacher that you want in the maths department, just let them know that you're coming first. But that's one thing that I'm quite strong on. If you need the help, it is available to you after school. Okay, so what I'm hearing you saying is that the maths department, as in any department in the academy, really wants to make sure that all pupils have got an opportunity to, if they're not quite getting something, we to make to sure they yeah. ask. Yeah. So if you don't feel you're getting enough help in class, then just let us know, give us a shout, and you can come in after school. We will also be using Teams, which I think quite a few of you will have used in primary school. And there will be information on Teams, there will be stuff on files. I use Teams to talk to pupils outside a class. Um, I know not all teachers do that, but if someone's stuck at their homework, I'd rather they gave me a shout on Teams if they were stuck and I can get it sorted out there and then. But again, when it comes to homework, you'll get a week to do it. There's mm-hmm. no mad rush for it. So you get plenty of time to look at it, see if you're stuck with anything and ask for help. Yeah, just thinking about what the S1 topics are going to be, what's that going to look like for that first year? What we start off with is the number work. So it'll be adding, subtracting, multiplying, dividing. And then we start to look into more how numbers really work. So what we're doing in first year is giving you the tools and the knowledge that you can build on when it comes to later on. So believe it or not, times tables are essential. You really need to know your times tables. So if you don't know them just now, it might be a really good way to learn them over the summer holidays. But for goodness sake, don't just do two, four, six, eight. That doesn't work. You need to do two times one is two, two times two is four, two times three is six. That's how you have to do it, the instant recall. That's how you need to do it. Because times tables are absolutely essential when it comes to maths. But we'll also be introducing you to negative numbers because there's numbers below zero. Um, and then we just will be building on things that you've probably looked on, done at primary already. Measurement, um, statistics, which is your graphs, bar graphs. Uh, what else is there? So it sounds very much just like building upon what we've learned already, but just going into more depth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And really understanding numbers. And as you say, times tables, that might be a really good uh, something to, to look at during the summer Definitely. holidays. And maybe even like the more difficult times tables. So the odd number timetables can sometimes be quite tricky. If we tricky, can do up to the 12 times table, I would be delighted. Oh, well, there you go. There's a challenge, guys. 12 times table. That's it. Everybody... Um, when you arrive here on day one at maths, you're going to be asked it. No, I'm joking. <laughs> We're not that wrong. We are not that wrong. <laughs> um, you mentioned earlier on about your background being in engineering. So, so what was your journey to maths then? You would not always want to be a maths teacher. No, it never really occurred to me. When I first left school, um, I'd actually applied to join the RAF, didn't get in. So I worked in the fish for a year. Um, then I got an apprenticeship at Peterhead Power Station. Uh, where I did a four-year apprenticeship and became a control and instrumentation technician. I was there for 13 years in total, and then I took a career break to have children. In between times, I also went to college and got an HND in accountancy. Um, but as time went on and my children went to school, I knew that I had to do something. And one thing I'd always really enjoyed was maths. And through 
My apprenticeship, I did a lot of engineering maths and I always regretted not getting higher maths at school. So I went back to night classes and in 2006 I got my higher maths and in 2008 I went to university to do a maths degree to become a maths teacher. Wow. So 2012, that's when I became a teacher. So quite an interesting and varied uh, journey. The reason that we should ask this is because many of our kids are having thoughts about what they want to do. And I think that there's no defined line for anybody. No, Nobody's not. path is set out for them. It can take any variant that it wants. It can go anywhere that it wants. And, you know, there's nobody expecting S1s to know what they want to be. But there's nobody expecting you at the age of 16, 17 necessarily knowing what you want to be either. No, and, I mean, I was 40 yeah. when I went to university. So I was 44 when I started teaching. And I do see myself doing it until I retire now. Mm-hmm. Um, I thoroughly enjoy it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's different. So thinking about your journey to Peterhead and when we consider our P7s who will be coming in in August, what words of advice would you give them as they move up to Peterhead um, and they're obviously thinking, many people, as I've been out speaking to them, are taking it in their stride, you know, perfectly fine. But there are some people who maybe are feeling a little bit anxious, nervous about the move up here, particularly maybe those from smaller schools they're coming into a year group of 260 mm. and for them that feels really uh, a bit difficult. What it, words of advice would you have for us? It is a big school but all the staff here are here to help mm. so don't worry. If you get lost, find a teacher and just ask. Mm. Nobody's, especially first years, we're quite used to first years wandering about, what, not knowing where they're going and any mem- member of staff will quite happily help you out with that. Never mind first years, you know, I'm really <laughs> re- relatively new to school and I'm still wandering about the corridor. <laughs> so don't worry about it. Staff are here to help you. We'll make sure you're okay and sort you out. If there's any issues, any problems, just talk to either a guidance teacher or indeed any member of staff and we'll get it sorted out for you. Mm. So don't worry about it. Most pupils after their first week in the academy could never imagine going back to primary school. They mm. absolutely love it. Mm-hmm. They just like the freedom, being a bit more grown up, different classes every 50 minutes. Getting yeah. across to Morrison's for the lunch. Nipping across to Morrison's for lunch. But if you go, <laughs> you make sure you are back in time. Yeah. yeah. So no, I think most pupils absolutely love it once they make the move. But if there is anything, just tell a teacher, we will get it sorted out. That's really reassuring. Um, Another worry that I've had when I've been out to the schools is, what if I can't manage the work? You tell a teacher. That is what we're here for. Chances are the teacher will already have noticed that you're not coping. And we can... And there's no shame to that, is there? not at all. Not everybody can manage. I mean, there's stuff I can't do. Mm -hmm. So... No, you just tell the teacher that is what they're there for. They're there to help. Mm -hmm. So if you're struggling, don't hide it. Or if you don't feel able to say in class, because some people are really shy, Mm -hmm. um, you can email your teacher because we've all got glow emails and that way nobody knows Mm -hmm. that you have said anything. That's really handy to know, actually, yeah. Yep, you can email your teacher direct. We've all got glow emails, which when you're on Teams... That'll show up your teacher's glow email. So you can email your teacher. You can say in class, 
But at the end of the day, we want you to learn. That's what we're here for. Mm -hmm. So if you're struggling, then you need to let us know. Mm -hmm. But if you are struggling, you have to let us know that you're struggling so that we are able to help you. Because I know it might seem that we are all-knowing and all-powerful, but believe it or not, we're not actually mind readers. So don't hide that you're struggling. Let us know. We'll get it sorted out. Mm -hmm. Something else I just wanted to touch upon before we kind of finish up is that Walking through the maths department, there's a really new bit to it. The open Isn't learning. It? Yeah. Tell me a little bit about that. When did that happen? That must be about four years ago now. Mm -hmm. It used to be, I used to teach in there, it used to be two classrooms. And before that, um, it was the school library at once okay. upon a time, apparently. But there was some money made available about four years ago. So the two classrooms, which were YSA and YSB, were knocked into one big open learning area and the two classrooms off at Mr Giffney's and Miss Smith's were all kind of revamped and made quite nice. They are, that's a really they're, nice they're part really of nice, the school, yeah. isn't it? It's, there's nice big screens, there's nice comfy seating, um, teachers use it for their own meetings. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's, it's a nice area. It's not an area I use very often. I probably should use it a little bit more. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's a really nice area up there. Okay. So really what I'm getting from today is that maths is, as much as many people will say, oh, I don't like maths, um, maths is really imperative and it doesn't matter which part of life we look at. No, maths is really, maths. really important and you need it. And it doesn't matter which subject you go through. Um, you know, in, in school, you're going to need to know numbers, you're going to need to know maths in, in some shape or form. Um, what I'm also hearing is that when you come into maths, you may well be at different levels oh, from yeah. your peers. We truly expect different levels. But you're going to be given the work that's going to challenge yeah, you. Yeah, that's, that's going to be appropriate for you to move on in your learning. Mm -hmm. We spoke about, or I'm not sure if we did speak about homework, you mentioned... Homework, you'll get roughly one piece of homework a week. We use My Maths, which is an online one. Um, if you do not have access to online at home, that's fine. We can print it out for you. Mm -hmm. Don't ever feel, if there's any issues like that, you need to let us know again mm -hmm. because we can sort it. Mm -hmm. um, so normally My Maths and then maybe a written homework every second week that the teacher will take in and mark. Okay. Again, it's not horrendous. There's not loads and loads. You'll be given a week. All I would advise is don't leave it to the night before. Mm. Have a look. See what you can do. Anything you're not sure about, talk to the teacher so you can get it sorted out and do a little bit a night mm -hmm. and get it in in time. It's normally we have got a lot of marking to do. So every teacher will have a set allocated time to mark a certain class. So if your work is in late, don't expect to get it marked and it'll be put down as not done. Mm -hmm. So when you've got a week to do homework, there's really no excuse. No. Unless you're ill, you know. Mm -hmm. But if you're in class, there is no excuse for the homework not You to mentioned be done. earlier on as well about when you come up to the academy, it's about kind of being that more grown up. Well, this is you an example of... You have to take responsibility. You have to be organised. Yes, absolutely. Um, in maths, we put homework out as assignments through teams. Mm -hmm. So you'll get, make sure your notifications are switched on mm -hmm. and you will get the assignment popping up, letting you know what it is and when we expect it in by. And I'm right in saying that there's four periods of maths a week, is there? Um, in first year, there's 
normally five, but I'm not sure what's happening with the timetable okay. at the yeah. moment. Just the way that it stands, mm-hmm. yeah, okay. But you'll have at least four periods of maths in first year. And from what you were saying about um, offering the new S1s um, a little bit of, of words of wisdom, and it was basically around, make sure that they're open and honest with you. Yep. If they're struggling, tell let you. Us know. If they've we got something on their it. minds, let tell us know. you. Um, because you can't fix it if you don't know. Exactly. We can't fix it if we don't know about it. Okay. Please bring a pencil and a ruler and a rubber. I'd really, really appreciate it. And if... what about scientific calculators? Uh, yes. Yep. It's We try... There will be number of work that's done without a calculator, but if they have their own calculator, that would be great. If they don't, they can always borrow, but in these times of COVID and all the rest of mm. it, the less sharing that we have to do, mm-hmm. the better. So, so only equipment essential equipment is ruler, rubber, pencil, sort of that stationery uh-huh. and uh, a scientific calculator. Yep. And it has to be a scientific one, doesn't yes, it? Yes, it does have to be a scientific one. And, and what about if they've got a scientific calculator on their phone? No, phones are not allowed to be used so as calculators. That, yeah, so it's got to be a calculator. It's got to be a calculator. Mrs G, it's been a pleasure spending time with you this afternoon you and having a chat. chat. Um, just as I've done with all the rest of the members of staff that I've spoken to, I've got a 20 second takeaway challenge. Okay. Which is, I want to, you to tell me five reasons why the maths faculty is the best faculty at Peterhead Academy. Go. We have the best staff. We have the best banter. Not applicable to pupils, but we have the best coffee machine. Um. They do, by the way. We have a skeleton. It lives in my room. <laughs> Um, what else have we got? Oh, I can't think of a fifth one. Uh, Maths is ace. Maths is ace. We are just the best. Yes, that'll do. Okay. Thank you very much from (laughs) Mrs. G, her skeleton and her fancy coffee machine. It's been a pleasure. Thanks very much (laughs) indeed. So hopefully the message coming out of this conversation was that the maths department is hugely important and linked to almost everything that we do. From budgeting your dinner money to finding out what the percentage of kills you get in Fortnite, you will use maths. There are parts of every subject that we will struggle with, but the important thing is to ask, to let the teachers know what the issues are, and to give them a chance to sort it. Maths is important in our everyday life. It allows us to make sense of the world around us and manage our lives and access most of the other areas of the curriculum. I'm really going to miss this podcast over the next few weeks while I sun myself in beautiful Stony. It has been the greatest pleasure meeting all the teachers throughout the academy over the last few months and of course coming out to see you and your teachers at your primary schools. Remember that we're going to be back on the 26th of July with an episode from the ASL department, the additional support for learning, where we're going to find out how important this, being the largest faculty in the school, is to Peterhead and how we might find ourselves being supported by the amazing staff from the ASL department. We're also going to have an Ask Me Anything episode where I'll be answering any questions that come in and we're going to be chatting to the school nurses and the in-school police officer about their roles in Peterhead Academy. For now though, it's time for you to enjoy your last few remaining days left of primary. Enjoy Friday when it comes and have a great summer and we'll see you in August. Until then, take care, stay safe and above all else, even when you're faced by unkindness, be kind. See ya.